I watched a few episodes of Disenchantment. Is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably keep watching. It's not terrible. I thought the third episode was an improvement on the first two. That's as far as I've gotten. Is the third one where they're exercising demons? Yes. Yeah. That's as far as I've gotten as well. (laughs) I was... I was going to watch it yesterday, but all the screen treadmills were taken up, so I had to just hop on a regular treadmill and listen to old podcasts instead. (laughs) (laughs) I only got an episode and a half through that, so maybe I've got an episode and a half before it gets good. An episode and a half more. We said better, not good. Oh, okay, well. Uh, well, They they still have some problems with timing on the jokes. Yeah, three's watchable. But there's a lot more jokes that actually do land. Yeah, like I said, one and two combined just feels very piloty to me of like, oh, we're trying this thing. We're not 100 percent sure how it's going to go. It's like every time I pause it, I look at the running time and I'm like, huh? (laughs) Yeah, sometimes working within constraints makes things better. That's true. (laughs) I think they're like 28 minutes long. Yeah, instead instead of like 22. Oh, right. like there's just six too many minutes in every episode. Well, yeah, he's not wrong because a lot. Uh, of the oh, yeah, times, that makes sense. A lot of the times the jokes are almost good, but the timing is off. Mm. Like they're just like a frame or two off with the timing. And it makes all the difference. I mean, I like the donkey police joke. That was funny to me. I was too creeped out by their eyes. Oh, see, I wasn't looking at their eyes. Oh, it was so creepy. I did think the was kind of cute, though. Yeah. Is there any reason not to begin? Should I crack open a soda and give you the deets on this sweet treat? Oh, right. I need I need a soda. Hold on. Be right back. No, you're going to ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I'll get the mic even closer to my face when I get back. <laughs> I just like to put it in my mouth. <laughs> oh, no, you, you gotta... Stop it. You gotta put it directly against your voice box. Well, I'll save it for later. But I would like you to know that uh, the California Raspberry Coca-Cola tastes pretty good. Oh, okay. Surprises me. Usually the raspberry stuff is nasty. At least based on the freestyle machines. I don't know what is up with those freestyle machines, but they just aren't right. Like oh. nothing comes. Like I, you said, hey, Burger King has surge. So like the next day, I went to Burger King and got a you know burger and a thing of surge, and I was like, this is more like the idea of surge <laughs> than actual surge. What wasn't that what everyone was in love with anyway? The idea of surge. <laughs> yes, Paul. Paul? Not wrong. <laughs> Yeah. Paul? <laughs> yes. I need you to take your d- and shove it up your <laughs> yourself, Paul. Okay, so you're you're the counterexample. Surge is the greatest soda ever invented. Nostalgia. It's the greatest soda ever invented. I know when I saw a surge at like a, a Zia Records randomly and bought it and then drank it, I was like yeah, this tastes exactly what I remember. Just a slightly more disappointing Mountain Dew or Mellow Yellow. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> you? Guys must just not have the surge gene. We're just yeah. not extreme but, enough. You remember uh, Ma- Mary <laughs> from uh, from Mace Navit Snyder Phillips? I think it was Mary. Yeah. Had that surge, like, clock radio alarm clock thing in one of her bathroom closets. Yep. Yes, I do. <laughs> it's the best. 
<laughs> I probably still have a picture of that on an old phone somewhere. <laughs> yep, just open up the little water closet, and there was the surge radio. <laughs> My boy Terrell would uh, apparently back in the day he drank a lot of surge because it was the cheapest soda they had at the local store. Would for a long time, it was else? for a long time they apparently had a a deal where it was something ridiculous like. Get two 20-ounce surges for a dollar. Oh, man. Yeah, Yeah, no, you're like in Pepsi Blue territory there in terms of uh, cheapness. Uh, Pepsi Blue. Yeah, remember Pepsi? Pepsi Blue. (laughs) (laughs) No one will ever say remember remember Pepsi because Pepsi will die with the world. (laughs) Pepsi may have lost the world. (laughs) Hmm. The aliens will come do the archaeological dig, and Pepsi will be there to greet them. Yeah. <laughs> Here, try this. Oh, this is really sweet. <laughs> Tastes kind of like soap. I'll be right back. I need to. <laughs> what kind of soap are you using? Need to drink some water to wash out the taste of this Pepsi. <laughs> well, they're aliens, so maybe their soap tastes like Pepsi. <laughs> Uh, the, like a driving instructor said that to me once. Or, really? no, I heard secondhand that a driving instructor, instructor said that to someone else. Did they shove like a handful of cilantro in there first or something? <laughs> yeah. Pepsi cilantro. <laughs> we laugh, but that's going to be announced like next week. <laughs> Probably already exists in like Japan or something. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> cilantro Kit Kat bars. And also sandalwood. <laughs> I had a uh, Mountain Dew pitch black for the first time. I know it's been out a while, but last weekend. Pitch black yeah. is black? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Cara's parents had it. So either they had had it a while or. <laughs> they have had that for years, buddy. <laughs> Dude, they brought it back. Oh, Wait, did? Okay. Pitch black? That's... They... Yeah, they had another contest and it was the winner. Oh. This was like two years ago. I've been seeing these around. I was probably thinking. Wait, they still have Voltage, right? Yeah. Yeah, they don't have Supernova or Revolution, though. They haven't had those in forever. I don't think those those were the losers of the Voltage contest, I thought. I know. Those never came back, which is a shame because uh, Revolution was pretty stinking great. It was better than Voltage. Well, I'm just still waiting for OK Soda, so... (laughs) (laughs) OK. That one's probably never actually going to come back, is it? Oh, it was never here. I don't think it was ever, like, released in a nationwide sort of way. Oh, I was going to say, because I swear I've it had was, it. Oh, yeah, it was it was in this area. Michigan? Yeah, but it, okay. it was released in several, like, test markets, I think. <laughs> the markets where uh, yeah. they, they know that if it goes poorly, no one else will ever learn about it. Oh, it was released in quite a few cities, and... If it made it up to Lansing, then it, the surrounding area, I imagine, as well. But Wikipedia is saying, you know, yeah, a good mm. number of states here, but not nationwide. <laughs> Checking out the OK Soda Wikipedia page. I've, I feel like... How'd you spend I, your I, Friday I, night? Google will say underneath on the Wikipedia page, you've visited this page many times. <laughs> Would you like to set this as your new homepage? <laughs> You really want to know about OK Soda over and over again. <laughs> but you can't retain any of the information. You can just keep looking and looking. <laughs> These were, I mean, this 
This was, uh, yeah. I I always thought it tasted like <laughs> all the sodas together. I like how you get to the bottom of the OK soda, and it says, see also, Arch Deluxe. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the right time. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I didn't realize that the Arch Deluxe is considered one of the most expensive flops of all time. Wow. Wait, really? Because they apparently spent so much money trying to market and people were just like, eh. Okay, yeah, that's about how I felt about the Arch Deluxe. What makes an Arch Deluxe different from just like a quarter pounder with all the fixins? I don't know. Read the page. Damn. Oh, oh po- potato flour bun and uh, a secret mustard mayo blend. Hmm. That doesn't sound good. You're right, it doesn't. You know what they do need to bring back is freaking sprouts at my local Jimmy John's. Every time I move, the local Jimmy John's has sprouts for like three months and then they quit quit having them. Hmm. I was just assumed they would be like some it would be like, oh yeah, the we can't reliably get sprouts that aren't a vector for foodborne illness. Right. (laughs) Just stop having them. (laughs) Well, yeah, no. The thing is, like, I remember when I moved to Idaho, the local Jimmy John's for a while there still had sprouts on the menu. Mm. And then when I moved here to Milwaukee, the local Jimmy John's by the university still had sprouts for a while. You just have been moving with the wave of (laughs) sprout. I just just, handle this by not eating Jimmy John's. That's usually my choice, too. I don't think I've eaten there since I worked downtown. Because it was the closest place to walk to. I think I ate there once when Brienne was on, was like hardcore on her low carb diet kick. Because you can go to Jimmy John's and get a like a lettuce wrap version of a sub. Because I remember one time she was like, I'm hungry. And so she like ordered Jimmy John's and got like the gargantua lettuce wrap. <laughs> what? And then she got like, she got it and she started eating. She was like, I'm basically just eating a giant tube of meat. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I want to do this anymore. That sounds pretty gross. (laughs) And this is coming from a guy who likes to, you know, chomp down on the summer sausage. So now she was like, oh, well, I won't have the bread, so I need to make it up somehow. Oh goodness! <laughs> about meat. all that rolled up lunch meat, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you guys ever been to Togo's? No, never heard of it. Never even heard of it. Oh, it's it's another uh, sandwich chain started in California. But for like a year, we had one over in uh, Idaho Falls. And at one point, I was like, like somebody had told me, you know, hey, you know, get the triple dip, but get it with extra meat. Uh, you know, it's really good. You know, it's like a French dip, but with additional sandwich fixings on it. And also, um, it's like roast beef, turkey, and pastrami. I really wish I could have a Subway sandwich and also drown it in jus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and like pepperoncinis as well, too. Mm, so good. No. So I, th- I think I misinterpreted what he was telling me to do. Because I asked them, you know, double all the meat. And so they doubled every type of meat on it to the point where the guy had he had difficulty getting it even closed and i was like don't 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 worry about it i i I can see this isn't gonna work but just do your best don't worry about it i'm just gonna drown it in gravy (laughs) i i I dreamt too big (laughs) 
I thought it could be done. So I think the sandwich cost me like $16. <laughs> Was it worth it? Oh. Yes. It's almost as much as the meat mountain. I didn't, I did not, I never got it again because it (laughs) was so insane, but oh goodness, where was, wait, where's the meat mountain? It's at Arby's. Oh, if you 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 ever had it or you just staff, they'll know about it. it. I've just heard about it, but I like asked the, asked the guy working there, like if it was real and he's like, oh yeah, it's really (laughs) expensive though. You know, (laughs) he's got all the meats on it, you know? Well, I, I want to say good. it was like, you know, fifteen, twenty dollars or something crazy like that. Like it was you know, I, I, I don't know how with official a, with a fried mozzarella stick in the center. I just get a pile of roast beef with the curly fries mixed in. <laughs> see how much it really it sounds is. delicious. I don't think the meat maybe the meat mountain isn't as crazy as I'm thinking. You're actually thinking of meat Everest. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, two chicken tenders, roast turkey, ham, corned beef, uh, brisket, <laughs> Angus steak, roast beef, and pepper bacon, and then cheddar and Swiss cheese. Oh, I think my <laughs> arteries just closed just hearing about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I lost my appetite. <laughs> I wonder how much it costs. That's a good question. I, w- I would guess it would... probably is like 15 bucks 15. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's... Some website. Like, do you have to unhinge your jaw like Dag would to t- even take a bite <laughs> out of it? Do, do the kids these days read Blondie? Do they even get that joke? You're asking us? Yeah, we, we don't know what the kids well, are doing. Yeah, that's why I'm asking you. <laughs> I don't want facts. I just well, want okay. speculation. I can tell you that uh, I doubt it. <laughs> but I'll, I'll ask my niece because <laughs> she, she's actually surprisingly old school in some ways it's probably because of my brother but maybe all the maybe there are other kids reading archie comics <laughs> and stuff like that you know? see if she knows what a dagwood sandwich is there's not enough papers around for anyone to right read. i occasionally now see people posting like nancy comics like i don't well, know apparently nancy's a thing because they got a new a new writer, writer or something. She, yeah, she's apparently like She's apparently like way better than like the previous couple. Oh, like Nancy's like hip, hipping up the uh, the Sunday funnies now. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, it's like the but same apparently with style, like, but actually funny jokes. Apparently, like weird uh, existential stuff sometimes, <laughs> or like yeah. yeah. But you get to the end of the comic, you're like, oh, there's a punchline there. That was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that was always the thing with, you know, at a certain point, probably the last time I read some comics, which was, you know, probably the early 2000s, as far as newspaper comics go. And it's like, yeah, where, where are the jokes? <laughs> just, just panels here, some people talking, and then it just ends. <laughs> I'm not talking about just Judge Parker or Prince Valiant. Morgan <laughs> <laughs> M.D. I was going to say, don't forget Rex Morgan, MD. You can always count on Marmaduke to be joke-free, though. <laughs> what about the movie? That, that is... That was they, a joke. They, they made a movie? Public. Yeah. This is not that long ago. Sometime in the last decade. 2010. Where, it's like the sort of thing where if you asked me, did they make a Marmaduke movie? I would remember like bits from the trailer, but just assume that it was from a nightmare. <laughs> you know, it's not a... It's not an actual memory of a thing that happened. I'm not convinced it got much in the way of marketing. 
Oh, I watching, think it was one of those movies that got sort of buried. I remember so, watching the preview in the student supervisor office. At <laughs> I, I think, I think <laughs> just that. Like, check this out. <laughs> this is going to be really bad. <laughs> so they, they weren't able to... S- oh, you said it was like Owen Wilson or something, huh? Yeah, much as Bill quite... Murray and Garfield. Oh, okay. Uh, I love the story of why Bill Murray is in Garfield. You yeah, have you? Do you guys know what that story is? Yeah, because he thought it was the the. He Cohen. thought it was the Cohen brothers. <laughs> he didn't realize the guy's name was spelled differently. Yeah, he just heard that Joel Cohen was doing the movie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Anytime, Charlie. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. My name is Charlie Wallace. I'm Adam Gobeski, and we have with us two regular guests, Paul Wilcox. Happy to be here. I'm still waiting for my introduction. <laughs> Number one Marmaduke fan, <laughs> Doug Gobeski. <laughs> hey! Good to be here, Charlie. <laughs> Number one barbecue fan? <laughs> I did have barbecue before the pizza, so yes. What did Charlie actually say? Oh, Marmaduke. <laughs> Marmaduke. <laughs> Really wish I could read a comic strip where the last panel was a description of a misbehaving dog rather than a joke. <laughs> that kind of makes me want to open up a Marmaduke theme barbecue restaurant. I think that would work. <laughs> oh, so every, oh man. Say so every day I show my dog the last panel of Marmaduke. So that's what this is here for. Don't do what Marmaduke does. <laughs> uh I actually did get a Morning Pete's barbecue t-shirt recently. Oh. I don't know what that means. Is that a talk show post? Morning Pete's barbecue blitz? Morning Pete's barbecue and foot massage. (laughs) (laughs) Morning Pete's barbecue, foot massage, and taxidermy. It's not just going to throw away that pelt and skin. (laughs) That's right. You got to use the whole animal. The whole Marmaduke. <laughs> okay, there we go. I got that, but in the uh, pink t-shirt. It actually looks pretty good on me. Turns out pink is a good color for me. Is this a restaurant or just... It's an ironic t-shirt by an artist I follow on Twitter. Nah, I see. That's it. No no laughs. No no chuckles. It's, it's very dark. <laughs> You're not wrong. Oh, at least you can get it as a onesie. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay yeah. Mm. Brand your child with ironic content. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're post ironic now, aren't we? I thought we were back to sincere. Yeah, like, we are. Sincerity is the new ir- irony. Does this mean that we're soon going to see see people uh, fall victim to sincerity poisoning? Like, is that a thing yet? I mean, not yet. It's hasn't been long enough <laughs> give it time though yeah. what what would that even look like though mm, you're just like oh i'm tired of people being sincere all the time too much yeah no that's i don't know that's not really how irony poisoning works irony poisoning is more like an overdose of irony like like you can't shut it off like it's just it's just coming out of all your pores you know so it's like you need to just od on sincerity instead I feel like Twitter broke you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It does that to all users. Sure. Apparently, I got out before it was too late. I mean, nominally, right, we maintain the Twitter feed, but I right, barely yeah. check it. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not a source of entertainment for you. Oh, every so often I log on to see what Amber's tweeted or what Riker Googling has tweeted. Because <laughs> Riker Googling's still good. Okay. So I get a lot of my news through Twitter, so. Jeez. How else are you going to learn about Australian politics? Yeah, that comes up surprising more than you would think in Twitter feeds. Hold on. Do you, are, you say that, but are you following Australians? Because I'm following at least two Australians, and that's why it comes up on mine. <laughs> No, no, I mean, I follow a large array of people and just a lot of political posts. I'm like, I'm expecting it to be American politics. And this is a lot of Australian politics. Okay. I would just I would just like to take the opportunity to once again point out how annoyed I am that I kept trying to get Charlie to use the Twitter account. And he kept <laughs> not doing it. And eventually I just gave up. And at that point, he decided to form his own Twitter account rather than just <laughs> use ours and start using Twitter. What a punk. You gotta you gotta find it for yourself. He, he <laughs> did make a concerted effort to make it seem like he hated this podcast and only wanted to do his new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, Oh, I'm gonna create a brand new podcast. And then I forced my way in, so it was fine. But I'm gonna have my own Instagram. Gonna have my own guests. Great. And my own guests, yeah, who won't be on this podcast, only my <laughs> podcast. If we want to use Discord, you're going to be on the Discord for the other podcast. You're the second <laughs> second class citizen here. No kidding. And then he adds people to the Discord <laughs> from Cinematic Respect. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, it was Taylor, so it was fine, but I don't want this to keep happening. Discords have a way of getting too big too fast. I know, I know this because uh, some friends of mine we uh, share a Discord, and we're we're starting to think about purging the list pretty yeah. soon. Really combing through and be like, who is this person? I don't know. Get rid of them. <laughs> you just form a new server? No, no. They 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 have to leave. <laughs> of course, I just keep posting memes in the Discord, and I think no one just bo- ever bothers looking at them. Oh, I look at them all. I don't look, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm always lurking in my discords. Well, the default setting for a discord server is to send me an email whenever something is posted and I'm not there. <laughs> an email? <laughs> yeah, which I turned off. Wow. Subsequently, wow. but for a while it was like somebody posted in your discord and you haven't looked at it. And I'm like, yeah, I know they're posting memes after I logged off, <laughs> but they're also there. You can go back and find them. Yeah. That involves you to actually go and look at them rather than just invite people to see to the thing so they can subsequently see the dank memes. (laughs) I'm just going (laughs) to add here every single post that I make in that. (laughs) Yeah, you could just make like a server that was just a meme depository. People can come and deposit their memes and then leave. (laughs) I mean, like I said, it sound like a public restroom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, I did like the prequel uh, meme I posted the other day, even if it was kind of dank. It was a good one. It featured Youngling Slaughter. Yeah, the, that's the source of some of the best the best prequel memes. Younglings, uh, you know, anything Order 66 related. <laughs> Get all the orders confused, you know. Uh, or anything that's... Uh, sand related (laughs) so alex and i do this trivia thing and there was a question recently about like uh what 
act started some war or something like that. And Alex said he didn't know what the answer was, so he just put Order 66. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I have a story. Please. So it's uh, it was recently our friend Jason Kane's birthday. In fact, a week ago. Today is September 7th, 2018. You're welcome. And so uh, Jason and I traditionally, it's you know, we, you know, we send each other birthday gifts. So I just asked him, like, you know, give me a list of stuff. I'll buy you some stuff, so, you know, some stuff off your list. He's like, okay. Sends me a list of CDs. So I picked, like, the top two on the list through Amazon. And I'm 50 cents short of free shipping because I don't do Prime. And I was like, okay. Uh, so I need to find something cheap. So I settled on a box of Band-Aids. Because I, I was like, well, you can always use Band-Aids, right? And I'll just, it's cheaper for me to buy Band-Aids than to just pay for the shipping. So I, you know, placed the order and notification on my phone that says, hey, your Amazon order is shipped. It'll arrive on Jason's birthday. Or I think it was actually the day after because of the way it worked. But I was like, okay, fine. So, you know, going about my business. Two days later, I get another notification that says, oh, your Amazon order is shipped. And I said, wait, what? It already, I thought it already shipped. So I actually go and look into it. And uh, the Band-Aids ship separately after the two CDs. <laughs> <laughs> so Jason received the two CDs he asked for on his birthday, you know, with gift notes, happy birthday, whatever, right? Fine. And then just randomly, like, I think at that point, literally a week later. I, well, so not a week because today's a week. So, But I think it was, you know, two days ago. <laughs> He's just like, there's another package there. He's like, wait, what is this? And he opens it up and it's a box of band-aids. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, I had included a gift receipt that said something like, yeah, I was 50 cents away from free shipping. Have some band-aids. <laughs> but he said his first reaction was just, what? <laughs> so I wanted to, to share that story. Is this present a threat of some sort? Am I going to need band-aids? Yeah. <laughs> Did I recently receive a sick burn? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hopefully you enjoyed the show. And uh, if you didn't, maybe you'll like the next one. But in any case, I'm Adam Gobeski. And I'm Charlie Walsh. And a very special thanks to guest Doug Gobeski. Great to be here. And Paul Wilcox. It was a pleasure. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening to the show. Make sure to check out GobeskiWallsReport.com. We've got lots of exciting opportunities for you to entertain yourself there. Oh, I thought you were talking about job opportunities. The job opportunities we have don't pay, so they're really more of unpaid internships. And you can follow us on Twitter, at GW Report, and you can like us on Facebook. So if you're looking for an internship, talk to Charlie. An unpaid internship that gives no letter of recommendation. Just the satisfaction of a job well done. But you can stay at Charlie's house. Um... All right. I'm going to take this mo- this opportunity to reintroduce myself as Doug yeah. Gobeski. Okay. Well, more like Dog Gobeski. <laughs> Got the big paws in there, you know? <laughs> You got him. You got Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't think it was going to happen at first, but (laughs) it was was like, okay, I'll let it out. (laughs) I'll allow it. (laughs) I'll allow it.